0: tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck.
1: Ten years ago, a motion picture became the most notorious cult movie of all time. Predictably, the French called it a masterpiece. The name of this legend of cinema. The attack of the killer tomatoes. It was so stupid, so cheap, such a piece of steaming dog flop. you think it would have attracted horse flies. Never an audience. Now. Get ready to sit on your intelligence once again. They made the sequel, The Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Guess what? It's a lot better. It had to be. As you remember, ten years ago, mankind was threatened with the greatest red menace of all. Angry, merciless, killer tomatoes. We were only saved thanks to the heroism of a brave handful of untalented actors. Are you Rob Lowe? No, they're back. This time, we shall not fail. (laughs) A mad scientist. My tomatoes can be made to resemble anyone. Together with a yuppie pervert, turn embittered, mean-spirited tomatoes into an army of psychotic, neo-Nazi plant life. And let's not forget the stunning hell-spawned creation who just might put out for the entire planet. Do you want to make love? I want. I also cook 815 international dishes and use all the popular home appliances. You'll see atrocities beyond belief. You can't see your feet. Do the words fat cow mean anything to you? You'll see how producers extracted special favors from certain well-endowed performers. It's got more laughs than out of Africa. It's gayer than Kiss of the Spider Woman.
0: Hello? The girl
1: of my dreams is a vegetable. She you wouldn't believe what she can do with six milk bottles and a tuning fork. <laughs> The return of the killer tomatoes.
2: It's definitely a learning experience. Best movie we've watched so far. Best yes. movie ever. <laughs> One of my
0: favorites now.
2: One of my definitely. I'm going this is going to be a movie that I have to come back to often yes. and uh, watch show everybody that has never seen it. Because I'm gonna assume there's a lot of people who've never seen this movie. Yeah,
0: I've never even heard <laughs> heard of maybe *Attack of the Coach Manos, but never any other sequels. <laughs> Which apparently <laughs>
2: there are a few. Yeah, uh, there are a few. There's a there's a TV show and there's a video game and I there's a cartoon the TV show and the video game. Jarvis,
0: what do you think of the movie?
2: You watched it just as much as we did. Yeah, he's shaking his head yes. So he is. we uh, we we have the Jarvis approved movie for VHS gems. This is definitely gonna be the uh, the <laughs> stop. <Jim with> <laughs> Alright. You're down. Get down. This is gonna be the the one we refer to, I think, from now on. It's gonna be the bar that the rest of the yeah. movies have to hit. Can't exceed I don't see how any movie can exceed this. I don't know either. This is the big VHS gem. This is going, you know, taking Link into a fucking uh, cave that's so far down in the dungeon and then finding that treasure chest and boo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> yes. So, Return of the Killer Tomatoes this is where we're at. Starring a young up-and-coming actor that not much people know of. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think anybody really knows him. <laughs> no, you know, I, I don't think he'll ever uh, amount to much after this movie. No, but uh, this George Clooney, I believe his name is. Is, is that Clooney? how you? I think that's how you say his it. Name? Yeah, I thought it was Clooney. Cloney. <laughs> I mean, it could be Clooney, Clooney. or Clooney. 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 There, there you, you go. French. Yeah. yeah, French Canadian. Uh, yes. I mean, George Clooney, second lead in this movie, <laughs> crazy. The The meta jokes in this are astounding and like... Right uh, off the bat. Right off the bat. Because it's a movie within a movie. It's true. Because yeah. <laughs> it starts off as a, hey, we're here in the Saturday night movie and you're going to be... The One dollar wa- movie. One dollar movie, that's right. And uh, And then right in the middle of the movie just stop it because they say they have they've run out of money. Yes. They'd <laughs> be like, "No, no, no, what we can do is in movie commercials and just branding everything." Yes. And they just completely stop the movie to do commercials. Product placement. The product placement. Oh,
0: that was my favorite part. <laughs> just just bringing up a box of uh, what was it, cornflakes or something.
2: Like <laughs> Buy this. <laughs> it was a, it was a corn or there was a uh, Nestle's Crunch Bars. Yeah. Pepsi Cola.
0: Pepsi Cola. And, Pepsi-Cola.
2: Pepsi-Cola and uh, eventually uh, San Diego, or was it Kawasaki oh, yeah. ATVs of San Diego or whatever? That was yeah. hilarious. Oh, they, they kept referring to the fact that this movie was in San Diego a lot. Yeah. Mm
0: hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe the city of San Diego was promoting this movie, too. There you go. I wonder
2: if... The, like Have you ever, either one of you ever seen Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I know I haven't. No, nope. I haven't. So I wonder if that, that, that plays a big role that it's in San Diego there, too.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
2: So there was... An, uh, as the result of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and uh, giant tomatoes came to life or sentient and started attacking people, no one eats tomatoes anymore. they are... Uh, talked about in back alleys and underhanded deals and uh, thus we have no more uh, tomato sauce. And there's a lot of, you know, products that use tomatoes as a base. A lot of food. Yep. So, but the main one, the main character works in a pizza shop, but without tomatoes they have to use other uh, sauces. <laughs> I finally found an apocalypse that I'm not prepared for. <laughs> yes. The post tomato apocalypse. <laughs> this is the worst. It's the worst it's the darkest timeline. Gate. Yes. Great. Uh yeah. Weird. Nothing happened. <laughs> no, we did not have a computer malfunction right there. All of our equipment works perfectly. We we totally did not uh you know just uh start talking about tomatoes taking over the world and the computer malfunctioned or anything. <laughs> oh, God, it's starting! <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, what did we think of this movie? I mean, obviously we liked it. Yes. What What were some of the other great parts of this that that just stuck out at you
0: now? I just love that it... Like, there's movies that, that, that are like that that try to be good, but you know they're not going to be good. Like, those... Like, B-movies, like, like uh, Monster of the Week or whatever. But this this movie knew it, it was stupid. Right? So it was making fun of... Th- they were making fun of themselves.
2: Like, this is what, like, I think um, Sharknado tries to do now. They try to make fun of themselves where I... Personally, I don't think those movies succeed where this one mm-hmm. blows it out of the park. Right. Um, I think that... Uh, The fact that the main... The scientist... I forget what his name is... The actor's name... But he's from... He's the original Gomez Adams from The Adams Family. But he constantly... He makes only one female mutant out of the tomatoes. The rest makes these giant... Like... B-movie Rambo (laughs) guys. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. So... Uh, the con- And and the fact that It all depends on the music Which which apparently was a big part of the original movie Right Because music ch- changed them into being big And then also killed them Yeah Or changed them back to regular yeah. So now it's whatever song they're playing When they're being mutated them, Turns them into what kind of human they're gonna be mm-hmm. Right
0: It was a certain um, Song too that That made them turn back
2: I believe Well, well yeah It was uh, It's that uh, it's the that's like famous classical music that changes them back into tomato. The is it the dun 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 dun? Was it that one?
0: Or it was like either it was like a, a song that I think they made up. Like it was
2: like they they said in the the first movie that uh, the worst song ever made was, was what like, Kilburny Love or something. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, killed yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It killed them. But this time they, uh, I mean, it could have been the same. Why, that the guy in the um, the uh, Italian restaurant, I guess, or no? Well, it was Italian, but they were using some other type of base. I forget what he says. Yeah. Celery? Maybe. Probably. I don't know. It but were, it was a lot of different uh, vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so a lot of different vegetables thrown around. So directed by John Del Bello, and uh, what else does he have to his credit for directing? He has the Killer Tomato movies: Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, <laughs> nineteen seventy eight; Happy Hour, nineteen eighty six, or also called Sour Grapes; Return of the Killer Tomatoes in nineteen eighty eight; Killer Tomatoes Strike Back in nineteen ninety one; Killer Tomatoes Eat France in nineteen ninety two; Black Dawn in nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then EA Sports Game Time 2012 TV series. So I'm guessing it's just you know sports show, sports clip show sponsored by EA. Yeah.
0: He <laughs> loves fruits and vegetables.
2: <laughs> uh, I think he found his his uh, niche and <laughs> decided <laughs> to stick with it.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: So some of the other actors in it was uh, Anthony Stark plays the main character. He's Chad Finletter. Uh, Matt Stevens is played by George Clooney. Karen Waldron is Tara... I don't know, Bomdaya? Mm. Sure. And uh, Steve Lundquist was Igor. And then John Aston was Professor gangring which John Aston is the original Gomez Adams. Now, <laughs> I did like the, the Igor character who was constantly wanting to be... or is looking for a future job with Newscasting. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So you uh, you had the whole, uh, was it W. Igor or was it K. Igor? K. Igor. Oh, San Diego, so it yeah. has to be K because it's on this side <laughs> of the Mississippi. Right. <laughs> For those who don't know how broadcasting works. Um, yeah, and he's he, he even makes fun of the fact that he doesn't have the limp or the hunchback that a regular Igor would have and he starts doing it and he's like, no, just fucking get rid of that and just be normal. But, uh, no, that was the... That's what I think this movie was about. It's just making fun of these type of movies and then making fun of itself most of, most more than anything else. Right. Yeah, I, I think that this type of movie is really missing nowadays. Like, the... uh like the Naked Gun type movies? Or... No. Yeah. Yeah. Naked yeah, no, gun. yeah. Naked Gun. I always confuse that. I always want to say, like, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know that that's the... The legit one. The legit one. It's Loaded Weapon is the uh, spoof of Lethal Weapon, which is the okay. National Lampoon's movie. Um yeah, no, we don't... I mean, they kind of try and do these, this type of thing with the scary movie franchise, I believe. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, what goes on to be epic movie, disaster movie, all that stuff. Uh-huh. But those ones, it's like more of a sketch. Yeah. You know, like you're just taking popular movies at that moment, whether or not it has to do with the general theme that's going through their uh, particular movie, and then they try and cram it in. Right. This yeah. is a, a completely different. Yeah, the like those movies they're kind of trying to make their own story in a way. Like or I don't know how to say it. Are you talking about the scary movies? Yeah, okay. like the scary movies, they're they're trying to like not make they're trying to have jokes about that stuff within the movie rather than like jokes above the movie. Right. Kind of thing. Exactly. Like, kind of like breaking the fourth wall, like, you see what we're doing here, right? Yeah. <laughs> the way that uh Naked Gun and Return of the Attack of Return of the Killer Tomatoes <laughs> does. Was it just weird to try and say that? It was. <laughs> Return of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is what I was about to I b- say. I believe that's what the next uh, Planet of the Apes movie is going to be called. Return <laughs> of the Attack of the... Yeah, exactly. Um, no, yeah. we. It, I mean, this movie completely uh, turns the idea of monster movies around on itself. Because it's such a like obscene uh, monster is tomatoes. Right. Uh-huh. Like, what, what, what would you ever be afraid of a tomato for? But, obviously, from the first... Which, I thought was weird that we never actually got, like, attacking tomatoes in this. True. No. Well, I mean, we kind of did at the end. Because those Rambo guys who were tomatoes... Yeah, that's true. I mean, but they were easily defeated. True. As soon as they became people, it's like you could just shoot them and they're done. Yeah. But, (laughs) when they were giant tomatoes, apparently... Weapons didn't quite work them. They had to find music. Right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, yeah, the, I wonder if the, the idea was, like, we want to do a sequel to Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, but we don't want any big tomatoes again. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would they even say that? I, I don't know, but it worked. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It worked really well. They even tried to do like the whole spaceballs thing, like, "Hey, we're doing merchandising." Yes, with the uh, FT. Yes, <laughs> that was funny too. That and was I, The whole time I was thinking, okay, so uh, FT is uh, fuzzy tomato or furry tomato? Furry tomato. Furry. Okay, furry tomato. So hmm. the scientist, uh, Doctor Gangrene or Professor Gangrene, make does his mutation, but came comes out instead of making a giant tomato, he makes a furry one. Right. And he decides that's trash. Yeah. You don't need that. So, I mean, this is 1988. Is this after the original Gremlins? I believe so, yeah. I I think this is kind of like you're trying to get a gizmo out of this. Right. So, uh, the the main female actress of the movie who's also a tomato that's been turned into a human girl uh, feels like a brother sister connection to Furry Tomato pulls him out of the uh, trash can yeah. or the disposal and uh, runs away with him to be like oh obviously Dr. Gangrene's evil because he's gonna throw away my little brother and goes to be our main star right, Chad um, but she keeps him hidden because you know tomatoes are evil yeah <laughs> the whole time throughout the movie basically what I was trying to get at was that I was like I hope they really tried to sell these things after the movie because <laughs> that thing's adorable it's true, <laughs> <laughs> and then I can just see people throwing it at each other <laughs> like kids. Uh,
0: was it like a big like box office like hit, or was it was it done by a major studio? Um,
2: I, I think know. both of those things are gonna say no. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, uh, let's see production.
0: That would explain why there was not a lot of merchandising.
2: This film marks the first appearance of FT, the Fuzzy Tomato. Uh, Other notable characters, apparently, well, yeah, it was fuzzy. Uh, Characters are Chad Finletter, nephew of Wilbur Finletter, the semi-main but more popular character of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and his girlfriend Tara, who is actually a female Killer Tomato turned into an attractive girl by the device. Tara turns back into a tomato when she hears the opening musical notes of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. However, the musical notes of the theme of Gone with the Wind restore her to human form. <laughs> that's a lot of information. Uh, see, that's that's a lot of things that... A, a trailer for this film shows up on some VHS copies of Twister. Oh, wow. <laughs> what? That's what it says. But Twister was way after... <laughs> I don't know That's funny Return of the Killer Tomatoes Also has the distinction Of being one of George Clooney's Earliest movies This was shot In National City It was also filmed On 3rd Avenue Of Chula Vista In what is now known As Don Piedro's Taco Shop
0: Interesting (laughs) Should go eat there
2: Yes (laughs) We definitely should Uh, Let's see if we can Find any Business For this movie
0: to (laughs) the (laughs) tomato interlude interlude yes
2: I I like how they like were aware of every joke they were making like even with the uh, theme song they were like yeah this is the same theme song we just changed it up a little bit (laughs) get over it (laughs) That is true, and then you had the call-ins because we were still watching the one-dollar movie, where yeah. the, the lady called in and said, "I can't believe you guys are. This is a movie. They're just redoing stuff from the first movie. It doesn't make any sense." Ah <laughs> oh, man, this movie is brilliant. It's like I've
0: never, I've never heard much about it, and so I just wrote it off like as being a bad movie. But now, I, rightfully is, show. I, yeah, it is. It can be. Yeah, it. And its own oh, right, yeah, it's terrible, but. Okay, it's so, so.
2: I'm sorry, but they're basically uh, for a movie that had so much talking. I mean, I know it's only talk, but and there's a lot of talk of sex in it. It's a PG movie. Yeah. Yeah. They
0: go, they go to a sex shop and. That's right. And she she says she knows um she knows uh Se- six hundred and eighty seven <laughs> sexual positions. Sexual acts. <laughs> that's true. That's
2: see. That's what I thought was just great about this movie. This movie's just brilliant. Like, <laughs> just just go watch it. Stop listening to this podcast. Yes. Go watch this movie right now. YouTube. Yes, it's on YouTube. It's we got to watch it for free on YouTube. Uh however, if you want, you can also pay for it on YouTube. <laughs> Five point one out of ten on IMDB. God damn it, IMDB. <laughs> I know. You guys haven't even watched this movie, have you? Well, Box Office Mojo does not have any idea of what was made or <laughs> or how much it costs. So uh
0: Ooh, <laughs> how much? How how um? How's the rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes for oh. the Return
2: of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, you kind of just have to give it a, a a fresh because it's tomatoes, right? Right. I would think so.
0: Oh, Rotten Tomatoes is,
2: is that the right? It's the right one. On
0: rotten Tomatoes. It says forty percent. What's yeah. that?
2: So that's uh, a yeah. Yeah, it's forty-eight percent from the audience score. Right. Uh, There's no uh, critic tomato meter for this one, so apparently critics didn't. uh,
0: (laughs) They weren't alive back then. (laughs) Yeah, they
2: they haven't gone back and and rated it, which is terrible. They should get on that. It's true. Wow, it was put onto DVD in two thousand
0: four. Wow. We need to get that. I
2: want to get that. It should. It should be part of everybody's DVD collection. Yes. So, some other trivia from this movie. If I can get it to pull up. See, the end of The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes in 1978 shows the beginning of a carrot uprising. At the end of this film, two carrots and (laughs) machine guns are in the final scene of the film. This continued through the rest of the series. Something to look forward to Mm -hmm. Uh, Just before Wilbur starts the flashback In his pizza shop A newspaper clipping on the wall Behind him praises Wilbur I don't know what that means Uh, And then there's a cameo by Gary Condit A patron in the pizzeria J. Stephen Peace Who co-wrote and co-produced the film Was a friend of Condit And both were members of the California State Assembly Former U.S. Congressman Condit Became a household name in 2001 when Chandra Levy, uh, his intern and mistress, disappeared. Oh my! (laughs) Yes, so controversy around the (laughs) return of the killer tomatoes. (laughs) Uh, What else? Okay, let's see. What else do uh, did um, the star go on to? Like I've said before, the only reason I I remembered Anthony Stark is because he was in the Flash. The Flash from nineteen ninety. He played a uh, villain in one of the episodes. Yeah. Apparently, he was in a Timothy Hutton Bond movie. Not Timothy Hutton. Timothy Dalton. Sorry. (laughs) I was like Timothy Hutton was Bond. That (laughs) was awesome. Yeah, that was completely (laughs) different type of Bond movie. Uh, It looks like he he did a lot of TV shows, um, just from, I see Angel, I see Charmed, I see House, Burn Notice. I mean, uh, he's made his rounds on these TV shows. Yeah, he's in one or two episodes of just about everything. Just about everything. (laughs) Oh, he was in a uh, Van Damme movie, Nowhere to Run. I haven't seen that one in forever. I have to go back and watch that. I think he plays the. He was okay, on he was, The Pretender. <laughs> of course he yes. was. Why wouldn't he be on The Pretender? I'm pretty sure he's. There's probably gonna be an episode of uh, Quantum Leap that he's on also. <laughs> oh my god, that's a, that's a show that you guys should do on. Oh, uh, uh, standard definition. Uh, we we have plans to do it. We just haven't the pretender? To Oh no, Quantum ah, Leap. Pretender actually. I believe you don't need to do. <laughs> Shut <It's> up. Okay. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Uh, oh, in Beverly Hills 90210, the original series, he played The Cowboy. What? <laughs> he was The Cowboy? The Cowboy. <laughs> uh, he was in Cheers, Seinfeld. Oh, I remember him on Seinfeld. He was Jimmy. I don't know, do you guys watch Seinfeld? Yes. He was the guy that kept, he kept talking about himself in third person. Yeah. And Elaine wanted to date the other guy. And he's like, oh, that's Jimmy or whatever. He says, Jimmy always... You know, Jimmy never does this. Jimmy always does that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, if you watch TV ever, you may have seen 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 this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, that's Anthony Stark. Oh, you know what I didn't see on there? ER. He (laughs) didn't do an episode of ER, which. That would have been good. (laughs) You know what, George Clooney? That's terrible of you. You should have thrown him a bone. (laughs) Karen Waldron, who played Tara. Let's see what else she's done. Sixteen credits to her name. Dragnet with Ed O'Neill. Oh, when that was a TV show. She was female astronaut number two in Space Cowboys with Clint Eastwood. Ooh, damn. She <laughs> so was on the the Dukes of Hazard movie, two thousand movie when Hazard in Hollywood. Oh. Baywatch, Baywatch Nights. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, men Behaving Badly, The Rob Schneider Show. Not channel. as the same character, though. Not as the same character. One as Doctor and one as Francine.
0: Ooh, this is interesting. Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death.
2: That just sounds great. Right? <laughs> I need to... I, I mean, think we need to watch that. Uh, you know, more produce-based TV movies, yeah, you know? you can't escape the... <laughs> sweet. can't escape the veggies. Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. What is an avocado jungle, Do do avocados grow on trees? On t- yes, they do. <laughs> do they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I don't think they do, but They oh, do. All right. Yeah, they grow on trees. <laughs> well, apparently you can have a whole jungle of them. I believe it. <laughs> and it's a jungle of death. And they're
0: <laughs> cannibal women, too. I know. I they mean, just but, eat the avocados.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, there's avocados there to eat. They'd get fat. Maybe. maybe Avocados make you fat. (laughs) Maybe. uh, No, they have the good fat. They have the good uh, cholesterol. Um, You know, maybe it's kind of like Killer Tomatoes where the women are made of avocados, so they're eating other avocados, Mm. so that's why they're cannibals. Uh, (laughs) And also, Charles in charge. And Coach. And Coach. I used to watch Coach a lot. I bet you did. had Patrick Starr on it. I don't know who yep. that is. From SpongeBob. That's SpongeBob. Oh. <laughs> he
0: does so he, he d- does the voice of SpongeBob of uh, who does Patrick. The,
2: who does the voice of Patrick? The I think it was like the equipment manager. The... Oh from Coach. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Charles in charge. Oh, oh. no. I was like Scott Bayo doesn't do the voice of <laughs> Patrick Starr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know this has a, a goof on here, but I don't think you could really go off of goofs in uh in that movie. Wow, movie's what kinda, does it say? Well, let's see. It says uh continuity goof. As Chad talks to Fuzzy Tomato, the clock says one fifty two AM. The scene cuts to a close up of the Fuzzy Tomato and the clock says two ten. Then the camera moves back to Chad and the clock says one fifty three. And the very end of the scene the clock says two thirteen.
0: How loud. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's nitpicky, but there's also an auto-visual visual, un- unsynchronized. When Chad is escaping from Gangrene's house, the Rambo Tomatoes are shooting at him with automatic weapons, but flashes come out of the barrel of one of the weapon. The other is being shaken as though it were it were firing, but no flash comes out of the barrel of the weapon. So he just didn't pay for the squibs on those particular <laughs> <Yes>. ones. <laughs> Which is fine. <laughs> Will allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it <laughs> to steal from Mark Bernardin. Sorry, Mark Bernardin. Uh, <laughs> you know that's true. I I didn't. I, I was just seeing what someone else wrote. This kind of really had a a trauma feel to it. I don't know if you watched a lot of trauma movies like The Toxic Avenger or Kabuki Cop or uh, Romeo mm. and Juliet. Um, I- did no, see no. a little bit of the toxic event <laughs> those are like really silly over the top movies that make fun of that genre too right i would I would go out on a limb and say none of the trauma movies are just are as good as this movie um and I've watched a few I can't say I've watched them all, but I've watched a few class of Nukem High, which was shot here and well one of them was shot here in Yuma huh um Yeah, those are things. They certainly (laughs) are. Okay, what would be a big complaint you had with this movie? No boobs. (laughs) Right? It's a 1988 movie. Right? I mean, if you would have PG-13, you're allowed to have, I think, one set of boobs. I mean... Naked boobs. They even had... Like, they start playing a movie for their dollar movie. Oh my god, that's right, I and, forgot and about it, that. The breast title breast. of that movie was, Big Breasted Women Go to the Beach and Take Their Tops Off. <laughs> Which totally tells you you're going to see a certain type of movie and it never happens. It never happens. <laughs> it never, the boobs never show up. They always <laughs> just skirt around the boobs. <laughs> And then, you know, at the end when uh Clooney figures out the way to, to or Clooney's character figures out the way to make more tomato women, it becomes <laughs> tomato women go to the beach and take their tops. Takes off. their top off. <laughs> take their tops off. So yes, that was uh, unfortunate. I guess that would be a complaint. That, what about uh, you, Angela? The same complaint?
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> Um sure. Sure, why well, I not? Guess, yeah. <laughs> Who it's doesn't eight- like boobs? It's the eighties. <laughs> that's the that's the slogan of our podcast. It's the eighties. It's
2: the eighties, yeah, that's right. I know that's what I I thought I think that I mean I'm pretty sure the MPAA had like had it had that you could show at least one set of bare breast in a PG thirteen movie, which you can't do anymore. Well, did they even have PG thirteen at that time? Yeah, because Red Dawn was the first PG thirteen movie, and I believe that was earlier eighties. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough.
0: Red really? Dawn
2: with Patrick Swayze has that distinction of being the first PG thirteen movie. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wait, what year was that? Because that's
2: that's the one where the the Reds invade Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, uh, nineteen
0: eighty four. It's not
2: Oklahoma. It's uh, it's Michigan. That's why they call themselves oh, yeah. the Wolverines. That's right. What? Nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty four. Eighty four. So is, four years before this movie. Fair like, enough.
0: Which is weird because like. Sixteen Candles came out on 1984, and it was PG. Thir- it was PG, and there were boobs. Was it?
2: Yeah. PG.
0: So, and maybe I don't know. Hey, where are the
2: boobs in that movie?
0: When, um, like, Molly Ringworld and her friend are talking about um, this other chick in the shower, and then it just like cuts to.
2: Is it the blonde chick that? Yeah. Jake Ryan dates. Yeah, I okay. believe
0: so,
2: yeah. Interesting. Uh so yeah, I mean that's that this PG thirteen movie in nineteen eighty four. I, I, I believe Red Dawn is is the first distinction of PG thirteen movie. But you oh, but you said sixteen candles is P G.
0: Yeah.
2: See, I think so, that's probably what it was. They were like, we don't know where to put movies that have boobs and okay, <laughs> let's make PG thirteen. Where do we put the boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cause I you think about like uh national uh, yeah uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation yeah and uh, I I don't know if there is in an, an vacation I I think maybe when they're uh, when they're at the the hotel and the girl in the red Corvette has caught up it's basically Claudia Schiffer no Christy Brinkley. Yes. Some model. <laughs> Some blonde model. Uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anything that I... The one thing I didn't like about this movie... I don't know. There's nothing I, I didn't hard. like about it. It's, it's a hard thing to... I was literally laughing throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Uh, it, okay, it kind of has a weird uh, third act to me. Like, I think it became too serious in itself. Then, Like... It started going away from making fun of itself in the third act for me and to kind of be like, "Oh, this is like an actual killer monster movie, but then they brought it back at the very end. right. So yeah. just the I guess it's just the part when they're storming the the uh what is it, the FBI labs? No, no it was it was, uh, uh, it was some penitentiary. That's right. It was a jail because the a villain from the first movie was right. there. So that's the part where I was just like, okay, you're kind of losing me. From the, the hilarity that has happened throughout this whole movie. Yeah, but that was like a five minute scene. Well, look. <laughs> <laughs> it was five minutes without last for me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I mean, then that's where you have the 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 the, ga- the gas and uh, uh, and oh, the guy who's the villain from the first movie even has the line of "I only have two lines in this movie. I'm not yeah. going back to jail or something like that." It <laughs> was pretty good. Uh, do you have any idea what the next two movies are about? Uh, yes. Okay, because we were we were looking up what the sequels are. One of them is the Killer Tomatoes. Eat France, right? Oh so, yeah. Which they even make they, they go insane. international. They say that at the end of this movie,
0: yeah, that we're going to France or something in the song. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, I think
2: yeah. So then, yeah. Next, and then, time. it's like not the direct sequel to this, though. It's the second one, right? Where because the next one France, is called uh, Strike, Strike back. back, because in true. Uh, Star Wars for, for fashion, you have to always have a strike back in there. It's true. So, uh, yeah, and then that's the next one after that is Eat France. So I wonder if there's a joke in Strike Back where they're like, okay, this time we're actually going to France. I would hope so.
0: Um, they also so need so to bad. go to
2: space. What right? are they doing? They, like, they don't know what the formula is. <laughs> I bet you the, the, the cartoon went to space at some point. Ah, uh, it has to. <laughs> it better. Because, yeah, you go... You go, you know, regional, and then nationwide, <laughs> then international, and then you fucking go to space. That's right. <laughs> that's how these things work. That's exactly how it goes. Uh, I mean, and obviously at one point you got to go to the beach. Yeah. And that's why we have uh, this one. This yep. one, you have to be in, the, they go to the beach. They went to the beach. But, uh, yeah, no, space is always the ultimate goal. Uh, Jason did it. Leprechaun did it. Yeah. Uh, I think the only one that I haven't seen do it yet is uh, Chucky and his sequels. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Killer Tomatoes and <laughs> in, in, uh, Child's Play, get on it. You need to go into space. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just, just make the, just make the Martian, but put Chucky in there. Oh,
2: I like oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like Matt
0: Damon and Chucky, like he's trying <laughs> to escape Chucky while he's waiting for.
2: <laughs> you know, earlier today when we were watching that video about the Martian, I, I was thinking, what if they remade the movie The Martian, but with the puppets from Team America? And the, the the Matt Damon puppet. Oh my god! <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Because <laughs> a couple of the times, like they kept showing the profile of Matt Damon in that suit, I thought it was the puppet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that would be so funny. All right, uh, that's just you know, what was you know great about this movie. It was gets you all over the place that's what's great about it it's actually kind of funny that you brought that up because i just got the thunderbirds did you yeah oh man <laughs> maybe we have to do that i mean, that might be that's before the, well, the setting of this that's so. a tv show though they made a movie. They did make a movie. They made a couple movies. Yeah, they made a couple movies for the original series, and then they made that that new reboot. movie. Yeah, I, don't need I that. enjoyed the reboot. I don't need that. I thought it was puppets, all man. Alright, Yeah, that's what we need. Right? Puppets, not marionettes. It's not Ben Kingsley coming Marionette out. Vision. <laughs> it was all filmed in Marionette Vision.
0: It was the best uh, on Blu-ray even on Blu-ray. <laughs> That's right, you can ah. see everything. Ah, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: okay, uh, see, hey, hey, as long as it's not the fucking imagineering of Disney, that shit terrifies me. <laughs> I can't go to Chuck E. Cheese's, man. Those things are <laughs> scary, it country bears. <laughs> I've played Fr- Five Nights at Freddy's. Have you played have Five you? Nights at Freddy's? Oh, yeah, yes. Have I have it oh. a little bit. Oh. I forgot about that. That shit's it's terrifying. A, damn it, bitch. <laughs> oh, we were gonna stream that. Oh, that's true. But it's not there's not much of a game, so Oof.
0: it's just a good I don't skin. know
2: if you want to say that on the internet.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's just a game. <laughs>
2: Uh, I mean, there's like five of them. I know. I've only played the first one, Fair and enough. on my phone, so yeah. the other ones are probably even more so. Probably. <laughs> there is a
0: story to like when you go on and playing all those, you find like a story to them. Oh yeah. Yeah, about like how the, I believe how the, the anim- animatronics become live,
2: become sentient. Yeah. I and mean, how? Why is it that everybody's just so like? Uh, like the the previous security, they're all just accepting of it. Like, yeah, this happens.
0: <laughs> I know but there wouldn't be a story then.
2: I guess <laughs> that kind of this part that freaks me out too. Is everybody's just like, yeah, just try and stay alive. Just, just deal <laughs> just with stay it. Stay in the room, dude. Like, why do you need a security guard at night for that place? No one's breaking into there if that shit's happening. (laughs) Just lock the door and walk away. So
0: seven-year-olds just want to get in the ball pit? (laughs) Yeah. I
2: say let them. Fuck it. They'll learn. They learn from there. Let Foxy get them. (laughs) Shit's terrible. So yeah, this movie's amazing. Just watch it. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we can't say that enough about this that, you know, it's pretty, pretty great. I honestly can't think of things to say about this movie. It, I know, just <laughs> watch it. It's just so good. To think about what, uh, I mean, we, we already talked about what other films that are out there that are like this or not like this or try to be like this. Right. Um, and it makes me think... I really should go back and watch Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and then oh yeah, yeah, strike back and eat France. Um, Absolutely. Like as a child, I even thought this seemed like a weird premise. Yeah, mm-hmm. but obviously these—it's kind of more for, I, don't know, I guess, college kids. Probably back then. Probably this would have been a college college movie. Yeah. Other than the fact there's no booze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. If you if you like silliness, you definitely should watch this movie. Uh, I would. That's what I would say. Let's see if we can find some uh, suggestions of or what what other people had to say about this this certain movie. Some reviews. Some reviews. Some five star reviews. Some five star reviews from Amazon.
0: There's one from Rotten Tomatoes too. Okay. Do you have it? Um, op- yeah. Let's see. Hold well, on. Need more. This is from. Cassandra Maples, Uh, she is a super reviewer. Uh, If you expect a serious movie, you'll be massively disappointed. If, however, you're expecting a comedic spoof that doesn't take itself or its people seriously, then you're in for a wild ride. It's nearly worth watching just so you can admire George Clooney's 80s mullet. (laughs) (laughs) There's a little plot, but instead there's a series of imaginative scenes which can really make you laugh. So long as you don't try to take the movie seriously. Heartedly recommended. Heartedly. Yeah.
2: Let's get me. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here's one uh, from Will King on Amazon. It's five stars, better than the first in every way. In every way, Return of the Killer Tomatoes is far better film than the classical original. Classic original. The characters ranging from John Aston as the evil mad scientist, his clean-cut news anchor servant Igor, and George Clooney in his first film role are hilarious. The plot is more involved and understandable, and the jokes fly fast and furious. One thing potential buyers should be aware of is that this film, like the original, is presented in full-screen format common with the straight-to-video productions. Which, this almost certainly was. A great film, a better sequel, and well worth the few dollars it costs. It. I mean I think it is like a few dollars on Amazon <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's 7 bucks 6.90 nice. you can get it for DVD it's the <laughs> and it's the Midnight Madness series version which I don't know what that means I, I'm interested though <laughs> uh yeah I mean from what it sounds like it has more 5 star reviews than it does anything else uh, we could see what a, a one star review of this says. And how wrong they really are. <laughs> G. Harrington. One star. Stupid. So stupid it wasn't funny. I want my money back. Wow. <laughs> well, G. Harrington, you are wrong. Linda Hayden. One star. Too stupid. Amazon verified purchase. I bought this for my grandson who loves cheesy movies. But even he said this movie was too stupid. The yeah. first Killer Tomatoes was at least had some funny parts. This movie doesn't. Don't waste your money. Wow. <laughs> I believe you are too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right. You people are dumb because this was a great movie and we've declared it. Declared it? Declared, declared it? it? Declared it. Decreed it. I think yes. was, I, the two different words I was trying to combine there for some odd reason. <laughs> very millennial of you. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt more than anything else, sir. That hurt. What hurts the most? (laughs) Your words, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay, that's what I think. We've gone on enough about it. It's not going to be a very long episode, but it is a glowing review from all three of us that you should go out and watch this movie. I'm going to make it a yearly thing. We watched this. Uh, uh, around Christmas time, I don't yeah. think it's gonna be a Christmas one that I'm gonna watch. No. What is it? What's the Tomato Anniversary? What's that? That oh, big thing in Yeah, there's that big festival. Is it Spain? Or something? Or, I think yeah. it's Italy. Is it Italy? I'm pretty sure. Whatever that is, I'm gonna find out. And since I can't be there, I'm watching Return of the Killer Tomatoes every year at that time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so everybody should join us. Now, one of the things I want to know is... uh, Oh, it is in Spain. Fair enough. What's it called? Uh,
0: La Tomatina?
2: That. Yep, that's what it was called. (laughs) Okay. So, just the tomato. Uh, I... I, They have decided, or they, they think there's a Kickstarter right now to bring back Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. Uh... And riff, riff Tracks is the people who used to do Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay. And uh, I guess that's where I'm going is that would people like to hear us do a Riff Tracks type of thing? Ooh. We've talked about it a few times. Uh, I almost set it up to do it when we were watching this one. Right. But I want to know what other people think if they'd be interesting enough for us to do. That would so, be cool. So uh, please drop us a line any way you can figure out if you'd like us to do something like that. We can get more people to sit in and, and watch, or we it could be just the three of us, or uh, uh, what have you. So, uh, at Geek Radio on Twitter, Geek Elite Radio on Facebook, and Geekly com is our website. So, with that, our other Twitter handles are... Angela?
0: Um, Flowerbeef Tales. Um, uh, just look it up.
2: <laughs> is, is your name also on there? Like your...
0: Yeah, it's Angela and... It's f my username flwr and then wreathed tails, but I'm also named Angela Angela on there. So <laughs>
2: there you go. You can find uh, it there. Uh, you can find it on the people who follow Geek Elite Radio. if so you need to go go through that direction.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> Chris? Um, wizard. Wwwyzerd. And again, I don't really. Do social media all that often? <laughs> every now and then, I get on a tear, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'll tweet like one thing every day <laughs> for a couple days, and, and then I'm done." And if you actually decide to tweet at him, about a week later, you might get a response. True. So there you go, you got that. That's mm-hmm. very true. <laughs> and then I am at Agent underscore of the underscore Bat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you really, I mean, if you don't want to look that up, you can always look at Mitch Pompaiak. Uh, So That's that's much easier to look up Uh, Just look up Mitch Pontiac It will eventually get there Yeah Uh, But Until next time This has been VHS Gems On the Geek Elite Radio Network Saying Geek out Geek out out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We now return you To your regularly scheduled program